Hey listeners, just a warning, this episode contains descriptions of violent incidents that may be considered triggering to some. Listener discretion is advised. Are we starting yet? (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids, welcome to Bingo is Life. The podcast. Live from high above the mean streets of Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm Jay Zare. I took my happy pills tonight. Woo! So we're good to go. We get joined by the uh, fabulous Hattie Shaw brothers. Hola. To my right, as you watch the action on the screen. (laughs) Over here, we have the real Dan Easley. It's my honor. Your honor. It's somebody's honor. Mum Shackles, the one and only. Hello. In the co-pilot seat, and uh, we also have coming in here shortly in the silent Dave chair, mm-hmm, a celebrity mm-hmm. from all the way on the other side of uh, the block. Is it the 2802? 2802. Yeah, maybe. Uh, are we no. getting some kickback from silent Dave? Why does he get named? Usually <laughs> 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 no. paid yeah, for the did. chair. He did. How was bingo? Making sure. How was bingo, kids? It was great. The crowd was perfect. It's, my, it's one of this my favorite. This is the favorite kind of crowd to have. Nobody yeah. said any bad words or anything. That's right. No one said any bad words, uh, especially the hosts, part-time hosts. Um, no, it was, it was awesome. Like, you know, you can have too many people or not enough people. Uh, just just right. the right amount. The Goldilocks group. Yeah, no, and it was, uh, and there was enough new people. They were like, yep. what's going on? This is weird. I'll play. Yeah. And yeah. That was the, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it, it is. When people are hesitant, like, what's going on? What is it? And they ask you to talk, and they're like, no, no, that's okay. And then after the first game, they'll come up, oh, is it, can I just grab a card? Yes, it's that easy. And then when we, we have a couple games in which there are multiple, like we'll do a paper airplane contest in the last game, in which we ask people, hey, come support or come on up to the bowling mm-hmm. lane. And they all came. It was like a nice. Yeah, to support so, the friends who are trying. Yeah, and did the they win? Did they win the $100? It's a fantastic question. So. <laughs> She rolled and missed completely. Didn't hit a single pin. So the crowd uh, desperately wanted her to try again. Yeah, so I said, yeah. sure, try again. And she look. absolutely killed it. She knocked yeah. all she knocked the pins all down, down on, yeah. the next roll, on the next roll. I yeah. got $100. Really? And no, no, everybody. Got the, got the pizza. She got the pizza, and the then pizza. everyone was like, give her more, yeah, give right. her yeah, more. So we're like, ah, hey, 10 uh, bucks. Strike's not a, a spare's not a strike. Right? That's right. Spare's uh, not a strike. Real quick, spare's we're talking about uh, Bingo is Life in person at Ruby's Arcade, our proud sponsor. Yay. Tuesdays thank you, Ruby's. At 7, 7, thank you, Ruby's. Tuesdays at 730 in downtown Harrisonburg. Right. We also had uh, in the What's in the Box prize. Oh, yeah. It was very cool yep. this evening. Our, a little side sponsor tonight. Yes, a little side sponsor. <laughs> a little on the side. Our very own Court Square Theater Yay. provided some... Uh, <laughs> oh, got- oh, no, that's, yeah. not, that's not, not the right button. <laughs> that's not the one. No. Yeah. Um, some free anyway, movie passes. Yeah, some free movie passes tonight. Yeah, fantastic. So. We got some fun stuff coming up in December, you know? Coming up on December 9th, this Saturday yeah. night. The uh, final uh, X2 comedy series uh, stand-up. Home uh, for the Holidays. Home for the Holidays. With feature- all your favorite local comedians. Featuring the late edition of Jay Zare, the third best X-Men and Night stand-up comedian and ventriloquist. Your free movie passes will not work for that event. <laughs> but you got to pay 20. for that event anyway. <laughs> 20 bucks. Oh, wow. Use those free movie passes to come see... A movie. <laughs> it's uh, a wonderful uh, life. Yeah. Yep, we got it's a wonderful. Do life you have what's a wonderful life? Yeah, yeah, petals. The twentieth through the twenty fourth. That is Christmas Eve. That's uh, that's fantastic. That Chris, you were in the in the birthplace of Jimmy Stewart not mm-hmm. long ago. I was. I went to his statue and I, 
Oh, uh, this is uh, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> oh, telling you who to cross, you cross the, road. the street. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, when you cross the road, you hit the button. It says, "Hello, you can cross now." <laughs> I swear that's what it says. It says, "Go ahead." This, ha, oh, this is Jimmy. That's like Mister. Is, is that, that it, man? That's yeah. <laughs> Mister. I love it. Why well, did the poker cross the road? I've never tried to do Jimmy Stewart. Well, don't try again. Hi. Oh, whoa! Come on. I'm, you should try a Mister. Ed impersonation though. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, why the long face? <laughs> Real quick, uh, Chris, the uh, Tom Petty tribute featuring Yesterday Jay and Crab Ooh. Action. Ooh, yes, absolutely, and so many more. Uh, like, yeah. folks, the date is uh, is official, February sixteenth mm-hmm. at Pale Fire. I have currently, and I'm going to stop getting any more. <laughs> we have twenty seven acts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twenty seven acts. The show will be eight hours long. I I have twenty seven acts. I did the math. We'll be fine. But it's going to be packed. Oh no, it's going to be three. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, it's we're seven seven to ten. Seven to ten. It's going to be great. Anyways, February sixteenth. I'll be talking way uh, more about it. Is that Valentine's Day? No, no. Two days after Valentine's. Yeah. And the first thing that our guitarist asks is. Can I play two songs? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. I want to no. Play, I want to play uh, guitar players. Into the great wide open twice. Yeah. Uh, should we, should we uh, bring yeah. in... Uh, hey, I'm excited about our guest we have tonight. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. 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 She is a Harrisonburg entrepreneur. She has some pretty fantastic businesses and projects she's involved in. Uh, I asked her to come on tonight because she's got a fantastic ghost story dating back to the Blue Nile days where she worked with my old boss, Mark Finks. He's the one that told me the story, but he was like, this chick has done some research. (laughs) He didn't quite say it like that. That's me editorializing, but uh, some research on this story, and I'm excited to hear her, her version of it. And tonight we have Lauren Penrod. Hey! Welcome aboard. Fantastic. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I hate the word entrepreneur. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, It's okay. It's just, you know, the people that use it about themselves are always like, Oh, Elon yeah, Musk right. types and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're very yeah. good spellers. Though. I don't. <laughs> She's a hustler. Yeah. Okay. A- she is a yeah. hustler. And <laughs> I don't like words that end with new. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely French, yeah. right? It's manure. <laughs> an <laughs> entrepreneur. Ever since that Norman conquest, it's really, <laughs> really kind of spoiled yeah, me on all that. About it. Oh. I used to live in that building where you're. Uh, Delicatessen is no. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I'm jumping. I'm jumping ahead. You have the uh, the, the, the the wonderful Chase deli, young. the deli. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Hey, give us a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Lola's Deli. I own it with um, Logan Strauderman, who uh, I met because I found out that he wanted to open a deli, and I wanted to eat at a deli. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> kind of a match made in heaven. Yeah. But uh, he's the head chef and inspiration and all that stuff. And so he's the kind of in-house guy and I, you know, do all the stuff on the computer. Right. Yeah. I've only been there uh, maybe three, four times, but it's been awesome every time. Those sandwiches are succulent. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend come into town and I said, you got to go there downtown for lunch. That's the, that's, he used to live here and I was like, you got to, you got to hit the deli. It's totally worth it. Did we say the name? 
Lola's. Okay. Lola's. Lola's Deli. Lola's yeah. Deli. Speaking of living in your business, I think if we, both you and I have spent a lot of time at well, 20 West Water Street. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because I have definitely spent the night there before, and I'm sure since you owned Town and Campus at one point, which was there before Midtown, for a very long time I shopped there too. Um, I'm sure you'd spent at least one night there. It used to be the sanitary lunch. Did you know that? <laughs> Now, wait, was that the uh, name of the bar? No, it was a restaurant called oh, okay. The Sanitary Lunch. And the, my predecessor in the record store, uh, Eddie Sager, said that occasionally, like, a little old man, a little old man <laughs> would come wandering in and say, please make me a sandwich. So, <laughs> you're going to have to wait 25 years until the deli opens right. up over in the uh, building. <laughs> Time machine. Do you, it was called what? The Sanitary Lunch? The Sanitary Lunch. Well, <laughs> As opposed to the Unsanitary right. Lunch. Right. Wow. Okay, so when you opened up Midtown Market, you opened mm. up Midtown Market. Or well, I reopened it. It reopened. had been open for three years. Right. Um, uh, Tim Brady. Tim Brady yeah. and um, Dave Miller. Not okay. the Dave Miller yes. from Dave's Taverna, but Not the Dave, Dave Miller. Miller. Yeah. <laughs> from You Made It. <laughs> Dave Miller from You Made It. Yeah. Yeah, young Dave Miller. Um, uh, although none of us are young anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Dave. I think he's younger than me, though, so I, sh I can't talk. Uh, yeah, so they owned it for three years, and uh, I think both of them had, like, other ventures that they were doing, yeah. and I think were not as interested in, like, keeping it open. But I was bartending next door and was very interested in keeping it open yeah. because I was, like, a frequent customer there. Mm -hmm. I was like... Ah, I see. There's, there's a, a theme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is a theme. Yes, I basically just try to open businesses that I want <laughs> to go to. <laughs> yes. That's good. That's excellent. Um, and so, so yeah, and, like, it was kind of perfect timing because I was 29, and which seems... I felt so old, and I was like, oh, I'm too old to bartend anymore. And, of course, now that's how I met Brittany is bartending because I just I'm back into it <laughs> at 43. But, uh... Yeah, so I uh, I felt like I didn't want to bartend anymore, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and I was too far from, removed from college to really do anything. And I was like, oh, I guess I can just open this business that they're selling that I shop at because I know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. It's but, probably uh, not bad advice, right? I mean, just... I like shopping at this kind of store. I should open that kind of store. Just, yeah, just keep your finger on the pulse of right. yourself. Right. <laughs> well, no. That's a whole other podcast, Dan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, right. late night. Yeah, right. yeah. Self-check by Danny Lee. In Town of Campus Records is oh, where I met, uh, I met a young man named Grant Penrod. I believe he was a sophomore in high school. He no used to, way. He used to come into the store. It was uh, Robbie St. Hours and oh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron Farrington and... Uh, all those that crew. Yep. And I, uh, Funny. So I, well, my question is: Is he is he a a, a lawyer who's a, who is a rock musician on the side, or a rock musician no, who's a lawyer on the side? Yeah, right. the the latter for sure, <laughs> and also skateboarder. Skateboarder, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, he's. I can't remember when he started skating. It was when he was little, but uh, he's still skating and injured himself skating outside wonder at the event just no no. no but uh That's he'll be okay i don't know he doesn't think he broke anything so. yeah. <laughs> did did he get the skateboarding laws changed because i remember <laughs> when i was a kid like oh you're not allowed to skateboard they'll get so mad at you if you skateboard and now i go on campus and i see 
motorized yeah, skateboard. Right, electric ones. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't think that had to do with him, but you never know. He's mm. he's very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I wish my wife talked to him. Like, <laughs> like, he's yeah, power. Yeah. Have you he's got a podcast. Got a, yeah, right, right. No. Apparently yeah, it takes law. You need to you need to, you need to get into oh, law. Oh, is that all I need? Yeah, that's it. Oh, shoot. Where some, there's some law, there's power. power. There's all this power. All right. Well, speaking of law, yes. let's talk about people that broke the law. <gasps> Ooh. And it led to an amazing ghost story. Ooh. Yeah. Take it away. Let's see. Okay. Uh, try to think of how to start. So, yeah. So, um, at the beginning, <laughs> that's a good Is point. there murder involved? Yes. Yes. Oh, and God. I am not going to go into a huge amount of detail on the murder because it's gruesome and horrifying. Ooh. Um, yeah. Can we find it on the internet? You can. Okay. That's how I found it. Uh, and okay. it's much easier to find now than it was in 2008 or nine, mm. whenever it was that I was researching this. But uh, yeah, so I was working at the Nile um, in, okay, it would have been 2009. So I was working there, I was bartending downstairs and fellow by the name of Wes Way that I'm sure none of yep. you have heard of. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a joke. Grayson, if you're listening, Grayson, that was a joke. <laughs> also, oh. also, Joel might be listening. Oh, Joel. Uh, Joel. We're, we're trying to make the better episode yeah, this week, Joel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry about that. So, uh, you're fine. so uh, yeah, Wes and I... I think we're talking one night about the fact that sometimes the music would just turn on randomly downstairs. So, but this was back when I'm still trying to remember what this was called. Was it an iPod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and <laughs> which, what were those things? <laughs> used, man? You would touch them. Those magic boxes. Well, and at the time, like I didn't even have an eye anything. Yeah, yeah, I right, barely yeah. had a cell phone, and so. And I was somewhere yeah. in between eight tracks and Spotify. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I didn't know how to use it, but um, I thought it was just me. But no, apparently it was. Uh, this happened to many people, and Wes, who had worked there longer than me, was telling me how, like, oh yeah, you know, lots of people talk about how the music turns on by itself. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. And so. And just just for point of reference, yeah. you said this was at Blue, at Blue Nile at the Blue Nile, and, which is now the Golden Pony. That's Correct. Right. Yeah. Previously, okay. Valentinos. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's a history. <laughs> yeah. I think we did a trivia. Yeah. Uh, All right. Episode Continue. 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 The ghost story. Yeah. Keep, yeah, keep yeah, going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, it was one night. I think it was a Sunday, and I was working by myself because you know Sundays are generally one bartender nights, and. Um, it was pretty slow. I think I had sent any staff that was there home, um, and I was just kind of like cleaning up by myself, like slowly, just whatever. I always turn the music completely off if I'm closing because I've been listening to music the whole shift. It starts like reverberating in my head, and then I find Silence it hard to sleep afterwards. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the music off, and uh, it turns itself on, and. It's like at full blast, oh, okay. playing the police. Mm. I don't remember. Every I wish I could remember. You take. <laughs> yeah, that, that police. <laughs> Every move you make. Uh, uh, which, speaking of crab action, they just spirits did Spirits in the material cover. world. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Think about the lyrics. Think about the lyrics of that. Uh, that wait, wait, wait. What, so, what, yeah. what did they do a cover you. of? Oh, I see. Every oh, crab action did a cover of The Police for Halloween. Oh, cool. Whoa. Yeah, it was super fun. So they, and they, they played it at the Pony. I'll actually. be watching you. <laughs> 
Uh, sending out an SOS. Oh, was that what it was? <laughs> no, no, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Mark, I, Mark told but me that, that it was a good the song that I, was, that I just had. Uh, I think oh, because... Okay. Or it was what becomes of the brokenhearted. Like... Wait, that, what was the first one the that police. you thought it was? No, 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 I know, I know. But that was the other song. Like, okay. But I'm not going to jump ahead. I don't want to give away the story. No, wait, what, because I don't remember what uh, it was. The so what did, Brothers? What did Finks think it was? Uh, police. I'll, I'll be, be watching, watching you. I'll be watching you. And then the other one was What Becomes of the Brokenhearted. Who is that? Is that Sam and Dave? No, it was definitely the, the police brothers? because I remember yeah. being freaked out yeah. that it was the yeah. police. Mm. But yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it was I'll be watching <laughs> you. If I told somebody that's what it was, then that's what it was. I don't yeah. trust my memory. I've been analyzing back, the lyrics since he told me that story. And well, like, and that oh. was the thing when so good. I wish I still had them, but um, I had printed out the lyrics to the song so I could analyze them yeah. because uh-huh. after that happened i can't remember if it was wes or somebody else but somebody had told me that oh well you know somebody was murdered in this building and i'm like okay Mm. you know i (laughs) take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and but um i have this joke business that is very serious to me um (laughs) called midtown detective agency (laughs) 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 it was a dark and stormy night And um, I have <laughs> fake employees that, you know, pretty much like any one of my friends that helps me, yeah. quote unquote, solve a mystery. Like, no, uh, you're a chief detective. Does Dave Scott write uh, novels about you? That's right. Shenandoah. What's Barbit. Yeah. Barbit. 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 Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That was a, yeah. That's our reference that's, to episode number oh. 40. I, I have 40. to go back and listen to that. So, yeah, I... I decided that this was a case for a Midtown Detective Agency. And yes. so, you know, I, I, I had uh, taken a quick class on how to Google things. And, uh, <laughs> and I was pretty impressed with my Googling skills. And so I did all the, you know, quotes and, mm. and in all caps yeah. and the mm. minus yeah. and this and that. And was finally able to find this person because basically I was looking for, you know, somebody murdered at this address Mm. and I didn't even know really when it was other than like, I think if it was Wes that told me or somebody else, they thought it was like the sixties or seventies. It ended up being like 83, I think. Um, yeah, go on. So, uh, basically I did all this fancy Googling and found a link to an article in, I don't think it was Harrisonburg. I think it was in North Carolina because I'm not able to read the DNR for free. So <laughs> You're not missing Thanks, out. Thanks, really. DNR. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, you mean you didn't hear about why they had to cancel the tree lighting ceremony in Dayton? <gasps> Front page what? article. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I didn't hear about Hold on. Was it rain? Was it rain? I thought it was rodents. <laughs> oh. It's raining rats. It's raining rats. Uh, so okay. I I found this article that said that they had found the guy who murdered this woman. I did not realize that one. Okay, so this murder actually happened, but two, the guy was not caught for twenty four years. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I think he maybe it was like twenty two years, but he wasn't taken to court and all these other things um, into, and sentenced for until like 2007. I don't remember when the Nile opened downtown. Hmm. Um, 
exactly, but it was around that time. And I kept thinking like, this cannot be a coincidence. So I'm doing more and more research. And now that I have names of people, obviously it's a lot more easy for me to find information. So I ended up finding um, one of the court documents that was, you know, essentially like a PDF of a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that Grant probably could have told me about. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. I think I had met him at that point. Yeah, I had met him. But uh, I, we weren't close enough for me to open up about Midtown Detective Agency. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you, hadn't, you hadn't told him about the agency. <laughs> have you uh, heard about the agency? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to scare him off. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, found a PDF of some court documents, and that was when it went into very graphic detail about what happened. And so, like I said, I'm not going to go into the graphic part, but I will go into the stuff leading up to it because that was pretty awful and probably more common than people thought at the same time. Mm. So... Uh, they're above, you know, the way that the Golden Pony is, is that the downstairs basement connects via a staircase inside and also outside to the um, main level. Mm. So it's like a double story restaurant. And then up above there's apartments. Mm -hmm. Well, before they were apartments, apparently it was like a hotel. And I kind of got the impression that it was one of those like short or short-term rental type places, maybe mm -hmm. not hotel. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a woman was living there with her boyfriend and they were both in their, I think, mid-20s. And they were hanging out one night with another gentleman who was also living there, not with them, but in the same building. And uh, they the two men decided that they were going to go get a six pack of beer. And so they left and walked to some place that was not Midtown market. Cause it wasn't open yet. Um, <laughs> but probably a similar place. They bought a six pack and came back and they drank it. And I'm not sure if all three of them split it or just the two of them, but that's besides the point they drank it. And, um, the, the boyfriend, I'm just going to call him RJ because I can't remember remember his name, but I think his initials were like RJJ or something. Mm. So RJ uh, had hurt his foot on the way back. And I guess he drank the beer, was hoping it would make him feel better maybe. Who knows? Of and, course. And then decides that that didn't work and he needs to go to the hospital. And so he gets his friend whose last name was Pope, so I'll call him Pope. <laughs> um <laughs> he, he gets Pope to call him a taxi and to loan him five bucks so that the taxi can take him to the hospital. So somewhere in the time between Pope gives RJ the $5 and the taxi actually comes, the $5 has disappeared. RJ has lost it. And he's freaking out. The cab is saying, you know, well, like, figure it out. And so Pope says, yeah, just just go we can't find the money. So this makes RJ angry. And so naturally he takes it out on his girlfriend because that's the, you know, response that's appropriate there. So, uh, 
he starts beating her pretty badly. And uh, in some time in the tussle, I got the impression that the beating lasted a while. Sometime in that period that this was going on, the $5 was found. Oh. And he still continued to beat oh, her. No. Um, and so he was, if I recall, using like feet, hands, fists, everything. Uh, she was pleading for her life. Then she was pleading for help from Pope. Um, Pope apparently just kind of stood there watching in shock. Then eventually he runs out of the room to try to get help. And a female neighbor saw RJ kick his girlfriend in the head. At this point, she's on the ground. Kicks her in the head. And he said something before he did it that was like, can you curse on this? No. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll use the word brat. <laughs> um, but it's a B word. Yeah. So um, he says, according to this witness, say goodnight, brat. And then kicks her in the head. Oh my god! Right, and yeah. like in we need to give, uh, give a warning before yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but don't worry. Probably no. a good idea. Don't Trigger worry. Alert. No cursing though. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind that that I am like leaving all of the gruesome parts yeah. out. Yes. Oh, so okay. wow. if oh. that tells you how awful this is, this sounds horrible. Which yeah. reading it made me horrified, and then also made me realize like. No wonder there is a ghost. Imagine mm. how much energy is mm. left after something like that. Yeah. And so is that the I mean yeah. he kicks her and then it's Uh well then he so he runs off and leaves. She is unconscious. Somebody, I think it was the female neighbor ends up calling the cops or an ambulance or something. She gets taken to the hospital. She ends up she never comes out of the coma and she ends up dying um I can't remember how many days later, but wow. and he ran off apparently to North Carolina and was, from what I understand, in and out of homeless shelters and things like that. Never. Um, and what year did this happen? This was 1983. Oh, the year that uh, the police broke. Really? <laughs> oh, making that 19, up. No. <laughs> Tell me this story. This gets better. <laughs> I, I, I suppose there's a real, there's a real synchronicity there. Yeah. Uh, uh, there. Nineteen eighty three was the year I rolled back into town. Uh, there was. A, I, I can't, I'm surprised. I, I don't remember this this story. Mm. Which no, I'm not. I'm actually. I'm not, I'm not surprised that there was yeah. A, a, yeah. A, a, not a well covered story. The more prominent mm. murder was there was uh, two. People shot to death in front of the Kavanaugh Hotel in 1983. Mm. Well, that was a violent year. Uh, yeah. Mm. That was the wow. year I was born. <laughs> the year you were born. Hey! Oh, wow. There was a fire in the maternity ward <laughs> the year I was born. Was that you? The day mm. I was born. I don't know. Anyway, in Christ, whatever. Satan. Uh, but yeah, we... The so, part of the story that had hooked me was like, A, this, the, the, the music. Mm. That, um, and Mark had said, maybe he spun some things because he was saying that the music changed after 
It was always the same song, and then it changed after the guy was caught. I forgot about that. Whoa. Which I was like, that is a great detail. That, that is a tiny exaggeration, yeah. but <laughs> you know what I, it was? Wait, I'm trying to remember now. I think I thought for some reason that it was it changed to the police after. He yeah, that makes sense. And maybe uh, the first one was what the criminals, the brokenhearted. Maybe that's that was maybe that's where that comes in. It, but yeah, I, I don't I don't remember. Did, did anyone ever see the ghost? Oh no, just, um, a, just a music fan. Just well, a music fan. <laughs> so so the the. I don't know how you put it. The uh, theatrics of the ghost, I guess, were mostly involved with music. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But this totally freaked me out. So the night that uh, Brittany was at the Pony and I was working and um, came over, dropped some food off, and she asked me, do you want to talk about this ghost story I heard you know about? I'm like, what? Yeah, I was I was on a blind date, but then Lauren walked in and I was like, "Hey, you're cool." Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. That poor date. Oh, I know. I, no, I'm just the worst date. That's it. I'm like, "Hey, yes, we can hang out, but I'm gonna hit on the way." <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta talk about this podcast thing. <laughs> well, and it was great because I was originally like, "Oh, I'll think about it. I don't know." And then you know, I gave her my number, and by the Two hours later, she had texted, and I was like, yes, I will do it. <laughs> yeah, very good. What, so, so something happened that evening? So, so, so yeah, so uh, I went back to the kitchen, and uh, at some point, you know, check on somebody else's food, and one of the kitchen staff was joking around about the pony ghost, and I was like, uh, oh, no, that's so funny. Like, I was just talking about the pony ghost <laughs> to Is table the- 301. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, there is no table 301. <laughs> <laughs> that table left years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, uh, so these kids that I'm working with are like, you know, early 20s and stuff. And they're awesome. Oh, they're totally <laughs> awesome. And really, it is like rejuvenating working oh, with young people. Uh, I love yeah, it. Um, so. I I was telling them about that and just was like, yeah, you know, this woman wants to like interview me for a podcast or something. And they were like, wait, there's actually a pony ghost. And I was like, <laughs> what are you guys yeah. talking about? Yeah. So they're of course just like, oh, tell us everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, this is before I had Googled stuff and like refreshed my memory. So I'm like telling, you know, like the bare bones story and getting most of the details <laughs> slightly wrong. And um, I'm like, you know how when you're telling a story and you kind of like look off into the distance or whatever because you're picturing it in your head? Yeah. So I'm in the kitchen looking off into the distance and where I'm looking happens to be where the mops are hanging on those like uh, hook oh. things mm-hmm. that, you know, latch them in. So this mop is hanging with like a rag and a pair of gloves, like it's this method to keep the mop in where <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and it works. And I... <laughs> I'm talking about what the ghost had done and how we we're all freaked out. And suddenly I'm watching the mop just slowly like fall out of its <laughs> of little the, place yeah, the little holder. Yeah. and then crash onto the ground. And 
I was like, no, 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 no. This is why I do not like this. I'm, and of course, you know, the kids I'm talking to are like, oh my God. Yeah, right, right. That was the ghost saying, go on that podcast and clean it up. Yeah, man. right. Oh, and, and, and stop calling me pony ghost. <laughs> Nile ghost. <laughs> Laura, what's your, what's your paradigm for something like, you, talk, you mentioned the energy that, that yeah. was left. I mean, there's multiple explanations. Uh, that for well, I'll say, you know, I, I never for, believed in ghosts, um, but I, I believed in something. And I think when my grandfather died, who I was incredibly close to, he was probably the person I was closest to um, in all of my family. And when he died uh, several years back, I remember one time I, I was still like grieving pretty heavily and I was driving and he had taught me how to drive. I was driving down the street toward my house and I just felt like arms around me, hugging me. And it was such a wonderful mm. feeling. Mm. And I was so happy and I really felt like he's with me right now. Like yeah. he's, he's with me. And t uh, I talked to like a therapist about it. I talked to some friends about it who had also experienced um, death of a loved one and, you know, kind of came to the conclusion that like, yeah, like, you know, that energy doesn't just go away just because the person goes away. And so somebody like my grandfather, who was like such a positive force in so many people's lives, had so much energy and it kind of makes sense that that would linger a bit. And I feel like for this woman, Sharon, she was this woman who like for no reason other than being with the wrong person mm. you know had her life brutally taken and in such a horrible way and over five dollars which was found I mean that part gets yeah. me too yeah. it's like there's just so many things about it and then you know again it's like you know being beat with hands and um feet and not just shot where you're instantly kind of, mm -hmm. yeah. one would hope at least if you're shot, you're instantly put out of your misery. <laughs> I guess depends on where you're shot, but I won't go down that road. But anyway, um, so yeah, it just, uh, I just feel like you know, it kind of makes sense that there's a lot of like extra stuff hanging around yeah. and yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that maybe sometimes. Psychic residue. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. You're talking about your car with your grandfather. Mm -hmm. Man, that resonates. I, I bet that resonates with everyone that's lost someone in my guess, but I know that for myself, I can remember really well listening to a song that a friend of mine, it's the last song we listened to together, and I, and I remember, and he had died, and I was like, holy moly, he's here. Like, mm -hmm. it, like that feeling mm -hmm. of he is here is eerie. It, it, it wasn't like, I don't think it was like, oh, I'm good now. It was more yeah. like, <laughs> oh my God, he's yeah. here! Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like his is, but but it also was amazing. I mean, like it also ended, and it was you know it was like, yeah, that's something that happened, you know, mm. and that you know, the mind is amazing. It really is. I mean, yeah. we fool ourselves, and we'll do whatever it takes to get us to the, to tomorrow. I know we're referencing a lot of past episodes, but that whole thing on grief, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, you know, mm. um, the, you're thinking uh, of Mike Mike Crokey, yeah, so. yeah. 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 Um 
I experienced uh, a lucid dream after Ooh. death of a friend of mine. Hmm. And um, in that, now I'm, I'm not a believer in the supernatural or anything like that, but like the, uh, the lucid dream that I had, it was, it was a lovely way for my, for my brain to visit my friend for just hmm. a moment. Yeah. And it was so real. And, and, and even in the lucid dream, I knew that it wasn't real. But it felt so real that it was a, it was extremely comforting, and it was and it was, it was something I imagine happens to people who are going through grief. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. all find comfort in different ways. Like yeah. sometimes people block trauma, mm-hmm. and that's a way of finding comfort. Right. Like it's a, or cats. Yeah, sometimes people have cats. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> or I just like the cat. cat. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'm. I'm not dealing with anything. Just mm-hmm. We know you worship a cat deity. Mm-hmm. Do you? <laughs> How many know. cats do you mm-hmm. have? Just just two. But one's really big. Yeah, <laughs> one's 18 pounds. He's a big boy. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, this was so much fun. Can this we was... have you back? To talk about what? <laughs> oh Here's the story. Because I yeah. really wanted to talk about your how you got started in your business. Mm-hmm. But businesses. Businesses. Yeah. But we're yeah. kind of out of town. Now. Yeah, sure. But I would I'd love, love to come I w- back. This I would love fun. to talk about the businesses because that mm-hmm. is such a, I, right. I, I think Speaking. you basically made Laurenville. You mm-hmm. Speaking yeah, of right. Lauren's kind of businesses, Harrisonburg, <laughs> if you have a mystery, she's got a detective. That's Midtown Detective Agency on Water Street. And we're mm. plugging the, the Midtown Market on 20 West Water Street. That's right. It's still there. It's still there, selling all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. And but solving mysteries. Solving mysteries. Uh, Lo- How do you say this? Lo- Lola's. Lola's Delicatessen on the, in the Kiesel building at the intersection of uh, South Main and... Newman? Newman. 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 <laughs> Newman. Newman. Oh, think about that one. We're brought to you by Ruby's Arcade in Clementine and the historic Wine Brothers building. And it's, that wraps it up for tonight. So yeah. uh, we'll see you at uh, 7.30 every, every Tuesday night live and in person for Bingo is Life at Ruby's Arcade and anytime you want to hear us on the internet for the post Bingo is Life podcast. Uh, See you next time. Bingo is Life, a post Bingo Harrisonburg podcast is brought to you by the Brothers How to Show and our friends at Ruby's Arcade in downtown Harrisonburg, Virginia. If you've enjoyed the show and feel it's worth spreading a little joy in this world, please tell just one person that you like this podcast. Word of mouth, more than any other form of promotion, is how creative works get noticed and sustain themselves. Thank you, Andrew Hickey, for that bit of wisdom, and thank you, listeners, for being part of the fun. <laughs>